Welcome back, everyone, to the Popcorn Podcast. This episode might sound a little bit different from all the other ones just because I'm not in the studio. I'm actually at my house, and I have a new microphone, a little microphone that I'm just going to do some short episodes with. And if you guys follow me, follow me or Ryan or the podcast on YouTube or TikTok, you guys saw that I posted a short clip saying I would start doing some shorter episodes that aren't going to be counted towards the main show. And these episodes are going to be for movies that I would like to review and give you guys my opinion or Ryan give his opinion. Or we both give our opinion on a movie that's probably not going to do very well with our fans and probably not get a lot of listens. So we don't want to put an hour, hour and a half into that if we know it's not going to do very well. So this episode is going to be closer to 5 to 10 minutes and this episode will go up on YouTube. We'll put clips of it in through Spotify, not Spotify, TikTok, and then we'll also go up on Spotify still. So a movie... The movie I'm going to talk about today is Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which Guy Ritchie actually directed. He produced and he wrote the screenplay screenplay for, and it was also written by Ivan Atchison and Marin Davies. This movie is, the synopsis for this film is that during the war in Afghanistan, a local, local interpreter risks his own life to carry an injured sergeant across miles of grueling terrain. And the lead of this movie, of course, for those who don't know, is Jake Gyllenhaal. He played Sergeant John Kinley. And then Dar Salim plays Ahmed, the interpreter. Alexander Ludwig, who also has starred in, I think, two other war films. I know that he was in Lone Survivor, and I know he's been in another one. But I can't think of that at the moment. He plays Sergeant Declan O'Brady. And then Anthony Starr plays as Eddie Parker, a private contractor. And he does not actually come on until probably the third act of the film. But my initial thoughts on this movie is that it is good, it's not great, and it could have been a lot better. This movie felt very, very, very safe. They didn't. They had some chances, I think, to take some opportunity to really put you on the edge of your seat, and I think that also, and they, I think they kind of failed in that department. And my main blame for that, though, comes down to the trailers. The trailers showed you exactly how this movie was going to go down, and I had no problem with that. It was that the whole movie. It felt like it was going to be kind of like a war movie, some a lot of action in it. And it was going to be really focused on Jake Gyllenhaal going back to save uh, John Kinley, going back to save Ahmed. When instead, it's really focused on Ahmed getting John Kinley out, which we all know he does because it's in the trailer. And I I don't want to hate on this movie because I do enjoy it. But that's it just marketed. They marketed it really bad. I feel like this movie should have focused a lot more on John Kinley getting Ahmed out. Sergeant Kinley getting him out. Because that was the best part, I think, of the trailer, seeing Jake Gyllenhaal go back and kind of working pretty much as a contractor, not working through the military. But they don't really ever dive deep into that enough, that the ending kind of feels anticlimactic. And it's probably the biggest issue for the movie. But now going into the positives that I had with this movie, and that is... Jake Gyllenhaal, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a great actor. He's in Prisoners, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. He's in Enemy. He's in Spider-Man, as everyone knows. He's in Donnie Darko. He's done a ton of great performances, including Nightcrawler, which I completely forgot about. And I love him in everything, especially if you guys... My recommendation for you guys this week is Nocturnal Animals, a great movie that Jake Gyllenhaal did. And Dar Salim as Ahmed, he was probably the strongest part of this movie. I think his acting was incredible. He actually probably had the best gun work as well, the most realistic way of shooting. And I think that kind of comes down to another negative, is that this movie is not realistic. Especially coming from someone who is is currently in the United States military, and my dad who was in the United States military. 
and we both kind of laughed at certain scenes when it's not supposed to be a funny sequence. It's just you don't put your eye right up against an optic. For those who are listening that I know are in the military, I know you guys know exactly what I mean because it will hit you in the face and leave you with a black eye. But this movie still has a lot of the positive. It has some of the best cinematography of the year, has great dialogue, which Guy Ritchie gets a shout out for for writing a great screenplay. And the trailer, even though it's negative to the whole movie, everyone here who has seen the trailer that's listening, you know that that was a great trailer. Like, it got me so excited to see this movie. But then, I didn't really love the movie. So, that kind of, it hurt. I think I was just disappointed. So, that's two straight movies I've went into with really high expectations and didn't really love. And that is The Evil Dead Rise, which I was super disappointed with. And then The Covenant, which I expected, I thought was going to be a high 80 Maybe low 90, and I end up giving a flat 80, so it did disappoint me a bit, but not enough for me to dislike the movie. And uh, I want to get into what the critics are actually saying so far. Uh, so going on to Google, first off, Google itself has it at a 95, IMDb has it at an 8.2 out of 10, Movie Insider has it at a 55 out of 5, Metacritic at a 63. Critically, Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 82. Audience-wise, though, it is sitting at a 98%. I always take the audience scores with a grain of salt because a lot of movies tend to have a very high audience score. Excuse me. And that has nothing against anyone who does review on Rotten Tomatoes. It just tends to be a lot higher than the critic score. But before I go any further into this review, I want to give a quick shout out to the sponsor of this show, BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting BetterHelp, I, if you're thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. I'm a huge advocate of therapy. I, I as I've talked about every time I talk about this great company, BetterHelp, I'm a huge advocate for therapy because I myself went to therapy for about two years and I had some I had some personal issues I needed to work self work through, and they started to affect the podcast. There started to be huge gaps in the episodes, and it was because I didn't feel confident enough, and I didn't know how to deal with that. So I needed to talk through things, and I'm BetterHelp was the first company I went through, and BetterHelp did a great job of setting me up with a good therapist that worked specifically in what I needed help with. It and I mean. Everyone needs to go to therapy, I think. Even if you don't think you need to, and you're like, oh, no, I'm fine, I never cry. Probably should try therapy at least once. Or at least go on and do the questionnaire portion of BetterHelp. But it is entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. As I said, just fill out a brief brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. And that is huge because... For me, I eventually did have to change therapists a couple times throughout the year and a half, two years that I did therapy. Because sometimes you just don't blend as well as you do with some people. But then I finally did find a therapist I was super comfortable with that I still sometimes see even now. Everyone's that way, though. Not You're not going to, on your first try, always get something right. I know people that have went to seven different therapists. And, yeah, so it's huge that BetterHelp lets you do it without having to pay any additional charges. So, if you want to discover your potential with BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash PopcornPod. Again, go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
popcornpod for 10% off your first month. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Okay, back to The Covenant. The Covenant is that movie that you see, and you're like, oh, that was pretty good. And then a year later, you're like, oh my god, I completely forgot about that uh, Guy Ritchie's film, The Covenant. That's what it felt like to me. It's it's kind of forgettable, but still well done that it's a good movie, but it's not going to have the legs, I think, to reach Oscar season, maybe. But I think Darceline will get some recognition. And the score was really well done. It was by Christopher Benstead. He did a great job. You it He made the action scenes what they a lot better than they would have been. Because not realistic. Didn't ever feel like there was like risk on anything. I never felt scared for the characters. But the music enhances everything for each scene. It always... And that's a huge thing in just film itself. Music can always make things better. So I hope that this movie does continue to do okay at the box office. It made $6 million its opening weekend. Which for a movie with $55 million, you do wish it made a little bit more. But I think the movie still has a chance to make earn its money back. Maybe it will have a better word of mouth than I think it's going to have, and it will make its money back. But that, I think, wraps up my first of these short review episodes. I'm really excited to do more of these coming forward. I hope you guys enjoy them. If you do, please let me know on Instagram, Spotify, anywhere. Just review the episode. Leave a comment. Tell me if you don't like like it, then I won't do more of them. But I want me and Ryan to get more episodes out there, get more views. It's not just for the views, but I want us to get more recognition so people can tune in and join this great community that we started here over the Popcorn Podcast. So we have a lot more episodes coming your way. So we'll probably do two or three episodes a week from now on. There will be the main episodes, our normal hour, hour and a half long episodes. And then I'll probably do two or three of these a week. So I hope you guys are enjoying them. Please go out to the theaters and either watch The Covenant, Bo is Afraid, which an episode review is coming out soon for that. And any other movie, go see Return of the Jedi this Friday, and maybe I'll see you there. Thanks, guys, and I will see you later.